Welcome again to Our Street. Lynn Fisher here with my buddy Kurt Elder. Kurt, how are you today? Lynn, I'm well. That's uh, a beautiful weekend. And uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to today's conversation. Uh, it was a. Uh... Okay. Uh, yeah, like they said, my name is Tony Rodriguez. Thank you for both having me on today. It's a pleasure. Um, I was actually born and raised in this neighborhood, uh, born in late 1980. My parents bought the house that I currently live in. Um, I bought it from them. Uh, they bought it originally in early 81, and I bought it from them 17 years ago. So me and my brothers were raised here, and now I got three kids of my own, raising them here as well. So um, pretty much a lifelong resident of Hartley um, over the last 40 plus years. Um, it's a good neighborhood. Uh, love the neighborhood. A lot of history here. Um, I got involved with the Neighborhood Association uh, through um, different projects that were coming through the neighborhood. I wanted to get involved and help let the neighborhood's voice be heard in certain situations. And that's what kind of started my involvement originally. But uh, yeah, lifelong resident pretty much of Hartley. And it's a great neighborhood to, to live in. So. For those listeners who don't know, can you describe the geographic yes. area of Hartley? Yes, I'd be happy to. So Hartley runs east to west from 48th Street to 27th Street, and then from south to north from O Street to Vine. And then we have another little sliver that goes uh, around, Hart, uh, excuse me, Peter Pan Park and includes uh, several blocks around around the park there. So, Very good. Well, excellent. So, Kurt, uh, you usually have a good question sure, to start off about the neighborhood association. I do, actually. So, so, so just beginning to come back, just a one step back, you are really involved within your neighborhood, or, or, or at least you've been involved within your neighborhood. Did you come from a family that was really involved? And if so, uh, did they, you know, was there a neighborhood association when your parents were within the home? Sure, sure. So um, the the getting involved part kind of was instilled to me and my brothers from a young age. It's uh, really accredited to my parents. Um, always pushed for us to help others who needed it, um, others in need. So we were, were a very diverse community, but a very, uh, not only culturally, but age-wise. So grew up along alongside a lot of elderly homeowners and things. Me and my brothers, we'd always just, we'd mow lawns, scoop scoop uh, walks and most of the time for for no money at all it was just out of you know out of they needed the help and we did it so um you know they i have to attribute a lot of that to them um and forgive me kurt what was the remainder of your question well no really it was you know i think you just answered it all there which was one was the first part was were your parents really involved and then how did you get involved so i guess what's left is were your parents really involved in the neighborhood as well uh, so as far as uh, I, I don't have a lot of memories of the neighborhood association uh from younger days i know for years prior to me joining it um there wasn't a lot of activity go on but going on um but i do recall that the, uh, my parents talking about they, the association would often uh, when i was younger have neighborhood cleanups they'd have a garbage truck that would actually drive around uh, every block and uh, people would be able to come out and, and, and actually dump stuff right there, right in front of their homes. Um, 
we still do something similar we have in recent years where we have a roll-off brought over to Peter Pan Park and try to flyer the neighborhood and let them let people come and get rid of unwanted things. Um, we had, I do remember the neighborhood watch being a big uh, big part of my childhood. My um, daycare provider and neighbor who lived uh, pretty right across the street from us um, was in charge of our neighborhood watch. So that was a, a bigger thing back in, in my younger years that I remember as opposed to the association being more more prevalent so so you've primarily been the uh, you, you've been homeowner within the areas you know 17 years now as a primary homeowner lots happened the last 17 years you know 17 years you know gets us back to the early 2000s almost seems like I'm 43 17 years ago doesn't seem that long ago but yeah, whatever sure. but, when, but when we think about what was happening within the neighborhood from the time that you moved in and this going forward now, we'll just kind of focus on that because that's just more relevant. When we think about those things that were happening in your neighborhood, what were some of those big things that just really brought you as a association or as a neighborhood or just you as a family closer into the conversation about what are things really important and, and then what are we really put time and effort to? You know, it might be about a school, a trail, a park, homelessness. What were some of those big things that stick out to you as this is something that just needs attention I think the one probably one of the bigger things over the last recent years and kind of uh, you know uh, one of the reasons I ended up involved getting involved in the first place is the it's over the year last several years and a number of years there's there's been a kind of a a loss of single-family homes um, a lot of homes are being bought up and turned into rentals which is fine every neighborhood needs a good mix of you know home ownership and rentals but over the years we've seen seen a lot more rentals happen which we the neighborhood i think a lot of people in the neighborhood especially those who own homes would um you know really like to see it remain a healthy mix not that there is now isn't now or anything um but that trend is you know trending that way a little more and more i've noticed over the years and and so as a lot of people kind of around here so you know there's there's a uh, you know the city's facing problems like the whole country is with affordable housing you know things like that so i understand the need for for rental properties but um there's got to always be a, a in my opinion a good healthy mix of of both uh home ownership and and rental rental properties so so tony uh, kind of describe to me, I guess I'm interested personally in the different flavors that you have there in the in the neighborhood. If it goes from 48th to uh, 27th, if you start on the east end there, you've got you know all kinds of retail, and you've got the the cemetery and a lot of new development and that sort of thing. Government offices. Uh, so I imagine that that's a whole different uh, kind of an animal. If as an association that you're contending with those challenges versus the more residential area, which would be like what, 35th all the way back to 27th? Yeah, yeah, um, as, you know, not, the challenges aren't, in that regards, aren't so great. I Just the one thing about just it being, you know, such a, a wide area and it, we, we just, we have, it's being right in the middle, literally right in the middle of Lincoln, um, which is one of the things I love most about the neighborhood. You can, I can literally get to any corner of town in 15 minutes. Uh, you point to a corner, and I'll, I can get there in 15. So that that's awesome. But being centrally located, um, 
in you know a decent sized area we have we have such a uh, a diverse community i mean there's there's uh families and people here from every cultural background every ethnicity um you know which it's really i think lends itself to just just having a great diverse and neighborhood where you can learn from a lot of things you might not have learned if you wouldn't live next to you know some people some of you know some of these people from other communities and things like that um that's one of the things i i kind of most cherished about this neighborhood um and no matter even though every you know there is so much diversity not only culturally but you know age-wise it's uh everybody is is really friendly that's one thing i've i've always uh thought through and, and is still true today is that uh you know neighbors no matter who you are are helping each other out um i have an elderly neighbor across the street and he has a neighbor who comes over takes care of his garden because his wife recently passed um you know people just take care of each other uh no matter where they're from or or where they're going so that's 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 the, the, one of the main takeaways if i can leave anything yeah what are, what are the, some of the challenges that um that uh, the neighborhood contends with um either recent or current what are some of the things that uh, that you you really have to pay attention to or you're working on uh you know the 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 housing thing like we talked about is always going to be a challenge i think um you know over the recent years too um, unfortunately you know crime has been a little bit of issue we've had a unfortunately a you know more than you know we've had a few homicides you know over the last handful of years in the neighborhood just things like that that's always that's always going to be an issue though i mean we you know that's something that i think any neighborhood good neighborhood association is always going to try to keep an eye on and 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 things um traffic is always kind of an issue but that's there's not a whole lot you can do about that you know this is a neighborhood that is damaged in between some of the busiest streets in Lincoln when you talk about 27th 48th Vine O um, 33rd you know it's the our only park is Peter Pan Park which is you know the entire neighborhood pretty much um, in order to get to that park has to cross at least one or two of those busy streets um, to get to it so that's you know but those are issues that you know are just always going to kind of be there um but yeah uh Tony, nothing yeah yes sir no no so i'm i'm, I'm just going to build into that so sure. i know that wayuka is it's a big green space but it's not a public park but it's a yeah. space that you can go in and enjoy yes is yes. there is there good neighborhood collaboration and access to the park it might yes. be different now with new gatehouse yeah. rows but but is yeah. but is there a good? Can you tell us more about that? Because that's because that's not no, I, that's I, not I, common I, to other places. I can certainly speak on that, and I'm glad you brought that up. So Peter Pan Park, you know the 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 city park, um, the big one. They, they do have to cr cross busy streets, but Wayuka is a kind of a hidden gem for for Hartley uh, neighborhood. Um, I learned to drive a stick shift in that cemetery. Um, I, me and my wife continue to walk our dog on a regular basis, as many other residents do. Uh, people ride bikes, um, just go and sit and enjoy the pond, you know, feed the ducks. Um, it is uh, kind of a hidden gem. You know, you get in there deep enough, you can't hear any traffic. Uh, a lot of history in there. People wouldn't believe, you know, some of the history in there. So 
But yes, uh, even with the Gatehouse Rose project that is pretty much completed now, um, there is still uh, easy access to the cemetery for the residents. That was one of the main one of the main concerns that the neighborhood had. Um, you know, when that project got put through, it's just making sure that we were able to access that because a lot of people don't want to cross those busy streets to access a park or even access the Mopac Trail or or anything like that. So. Tony, what can you tell us about the uh, the Pershing um, uh, mosaic that's going to be putting, you know, the, the big mural from the Pershing building? What's the timeline on that, and what do you know about that project? I unfortunately don't know as much as I should to be uh, completely upfront, but I think um, that it's a great project. I'm glad that the city is going to save the mural. Um, I think that's a really awesome place for them to put it as well, um, the, the pond and the you know the park they have there is beautiful, and I think that mural will just add to uh, to the to the neighborhood and the beauty of it. I, I I really think it's a great idea. So, well, so we talked about challenges that you have as a as a neighborhood. Um, briefly talk about some of your accomplishments, and then you know in a couple of minutes we'll take a break. But uh, we can finish up after the break if you'd like. But tell us about what you have planned and some of the things that you're proud of in the neighborhood. Um, just, you know, proud of, proud of, uh, mostly the, like I said, the people, I'm, I'm just proud of, uh, how diverse and how, you know, how well everybody, uh, gets along with each other, um, how everybody takes care of each other. Um, I'm proud of, you know, I'm proud of the Lincoln Parks has really upgraded, uh, Peter Pan Park over the years. Really, really happy to see that. Um, I'm Glad that City Impact is there. Um, them being there over the last several years, I think, has been a, a real positive um, for the for the community, for the neighborhood. Um, as far as things we have planned right now, uh, not not a whole lot on the books. Uh, really, just trying to keep keep things moving, keep the neighborhood together, and um, yeah, just just continue to see everyone prosper. So. Well, we're going to take a short break, and we'll be back uh, shortly and continue our conversation with Tony Rodriguez in the Hartley neighborhood, so don't go anywhere. Welcome back. Lynn Fisher and Kurt Elder here uh, having a conversation about the Hartley Neighborhood Association with Tony Rodriguez. And so uh, as we were ending the first part of the show, Tony, I asked you about uh, any any uh, uh, future plans and that sort of thing. So tell us about the organization itself and and what do you do to to keep people involved and you said you have a general kind of an involvement and great people in the neighborhood but as an association what do you do to to keep those people uh uh connected um you know uh we try to have neighborhood cleanups um at least once a year that's usually the goal you know we try to when we do that we flyer the neighborhood um try to get people you know, involved. Um, uh, Peter Pan, I know, holds a community event every year for the neighborhood as well, where they bring the fire trucks out. Um, they bring out, uh, you know, food and things uh, for people to, to come in and cohabitate and, and mingle. Um, you know, uh, just really, just uh, those events, those small events, really, at this time is, is what we've been kind of doing um as far as like the association goes and things just try to hold monthly meetings and uh 
just bring up the topics that are that are relevant and and try to tackle them as best we can um but yeah other than those couple things uh not a lot that uh, other events that we that we throw on an annual basis sure so just to you know perhaps chill it all back together um i think our listeners know that lynn has been involved in college you have been involved in uh the Haymarket neighborhood and Tony, you have your experiences within, within Harley and, and we've each taken moments to get more involved or less involved just as we have time capacity. And Lynn and I have had this conversation such as how do take us back, how does an or, or organization attract people to attend meetings? That's one. And we kind of talked about that, but it's this facet of how do you transfer the importance of what a neighborhood association can do for a community to the next round of leaders. Um, it's something that just not, you know, my neighborhood struggled with and still struggles with, but no other, you know, established neighborhoods are having those issues as well. We talked with the Clinton Neighborhood Association last week, and that was one of their big concerns is how do we keep this ball moving? Because, you know, sometimes it's hard to get people involved unless something's on fire but something's generally going good or things are okay it's kind of hard to keep people engaged um so i guess that's a big uh uh, setup for if you were to be more involved again uh to go from you just being you know just a being a neighbor that just really cares about your neighborhood to be more involved in leadership again what would have to change for you to you know be more involved or or I suppose, what are those barriers to people not being involved right now? That's a big question. Lots of unpacking that, and I apologize for that. But no, that's okay. I wish no, there was this. Yeah, go for it. Uh, yeah, I, you know, a lot people. It's hard. Um, you know, people. People are busy. People have families. Um, I know that's one thing that's pulled me, you know, away from it uh, more and more. I have teenagers and a, a soon-to-be teenager um people you know it's hard to sometimes for people to want to dedicate that extra time um to put into you know something that they may see as that maybe not as important um as a neighborhood association a lot of times people don't kind of like you mentioned earlier don't really get involved or anything unless something is on fire um that's when people tend to to pull together uh, the most but you know I think there's unfortunately um, a lot of apathy as well Um, just personally is is what I think Um, yes people are busy but um, you know there's just I think there's a little apathy plays the role a lot of I think the newer generation plays a role too you know I don't think they maybe see neighborhood associations as important as maybe you know some older generations do um, maybe haven't felt the impact as much as some of the older uh, generations do. Uh, you know, back in the day, it was important to have an association so you could keep abreast to what was going on in the neighborhood or with your neighbors and things. Now, you know, all you got to do is pull out your phone and you can find out anything you want um, about, you know, kind of what's going on in your neighborhood and locally and things like that. So they, the younger people obviously have a different mindset. Um, so, you know, in the future, I think it's important, you know, to try to get them involved. You got to, you know, social media is absolutely a key. I mean, it, it, it really 
if you want to reach that younger demographic and, and, you know, speak to some issues that maybe will get them involved. I think social media is a must, um, even through multiple channels. Uh, but yeah, I think that's a challenge that, like you said, every association faces and, um, I don't think it's just here in Lincoln, Nebraska either. So, so you are also, well, not you, but your association is also abutting the North 20, 27th street business improvement district. And, but there's a business association group that helps manage that. I mean, when you were more active on the board, was there a lot of communication between that group and your group? And, or was that just more of a, just say, you do your thing, we do our thing? Pretty much the latter. Um, we, it, it was a goal, you know, when I was more active in the association, it was, you know, that was a goal that was mentioned to try to merge the associations a little more, try to get them both more active in each other. I think there was some, there's a lot of potential there to do some really cool things, um, you know, with having all the, those diverse businesses, all those different businesses, you know, that just make up part of the Hartley neighborhood. Um, unfortunately, never got to that part, but I think that that would be a, a, a great thing um, if the associations could work together more and uh, maybe even you know, hold a community event once a year or twice every, once every sure. couple of years or something. So, there's been planning process. You know, partly has been a focus area of the city in the past. Uh, that's been, you know, bygones in the past, and but there hasn't been a lot of money dedicated specifically for new projects. But that aside, when you think about perhaps your own selfish goals and your own wants for your own neighborhood, what are those things that you would want Hartley to be in? 10, 15 years? What are things you want to change and things that you just hope that it just holds on to? Um, you know, I, as far as like project goals, there's not a lot of green space, you know, in Hartley, you know, um, there's, there's one thing I'd like to see hold on to, like our, like I went to say, I attended Sacred Heart School, which is on 31st and T no longer open unfortunately um i know they use it as a multi-use building um but i'd love I, i'd really love to see that not, not get developed someday um just because it isn't being used as a school that's a selfish thing of mine just because the the neighborhood is needs needs its green spaces especially for the youth in this neighborhood um uh you know traffic you know, a little selfishly, uh, 35th Street is a pretty busy street being between O and Vine. A lot of people take it to cut over. Um, that, the Gay Outsrows project has, you know, kind of added a little bit onto that. Um, the Mopac Trail, is a, that's actually a bike route down 35th Street that goes across Vine to connect to the Mopac Trail. Pretty dangerous intersection that most people don't really real, realize about. Uh, so I don't know, a traffic light, uh, something, a uh, yellow caution light, something selfishly. I'd, I wouldn't mind seeing something like that there eventually. It's honestly kind of been a bad intersection even when I was a little boy. Kind of always been that way in my opinion. But, uh, but yeah, uh, just really to see, you know, the neighborhood keep as green spaces if it can. And, um, yeah, just any projects that, any projects to improve the neighborhood are always welcome. Tony, uh, 
yes, you sir. mentioned early you mentioned early on about cleanups but the neighborhood watch that's something that uh, you you commented on is that still a an active effort in the neighborhood neighborhood watch it is not um it hasn't been uh for several years from what i understand um but it is something that uh and i don't know do you gentlemen know do neighborhoods still have active neighborhood watches they they do yeah we've interviewed uh, uh somebody from lpd about that and it's still an ongoing program so maybe that's something that would be a, a goal for you to kind of get back together because you've got that challenge of you know some crime and uh, maybe that would be a, a good a good thing to to think about um, yes, but yeah we've a matter of fact i think uh kurt is that podcast still on our website it is it is the selfish plug tony sorry uh slash our street and the officer you would be looking for is jason uh Helmut. stilly stilly yeah so yeah you might you might think about that so tony tell tell the folks that are listening if they're in that neighborhood or nearby or they want to get involved uh how can they contact you or the neighborhood association and do you have a website or a facebook page yeah, there's a Facebook page, uh, Hartley Neighborhood Association. Um, you can message through there um, if you want to reach out or get involved with anything or see what we have going on. Um, the uh, yeah, if you're ever visiting and you've never been through Wayuka, I would I would uh, suggest uh, just taking a walk through there sometime, um, exploring the history, just kind of get appreciation for. That, that little piece of land tucked away in the middle of the city um, and enjoy, you know, enjoy some of our diversity. Lobo City Mex uh, down on 27th has some great tamales that they sell on the weekends and uh, their carne asada is, is to die for. So great. Just, when you think of the different tools or brands or things that would just make your neighborhood really great, are you looking for more first-time homebuyer loans? Are you looking for more trail improvement? Are you looking for people to help fix their you know, front porch and paint their house just to make it look nice? What's the focus that you would like to see placed into older neighborhoods? Sure. Um, I think the what you just mentioned would be great. Uh, these are, you know, my home <clears throat> itself is going to be 100 years old here in the next handful of years. Most of the houses around here are older homes and a lot of them, you know, a home is always constant work, but uh, a lot of them do need some some good repairs. I think a, a loan program or a, some kind of grant program to assist people in fixing up their homes would be amazing um, in this neighborhood. Um, and grants, I think, too, to help, you know, families uh, that are looking to be first-time home homeowners, excuse me, um, to help them get get in their foot in the door and get get some homes i know my parents when they bought their house here in this neighborhood they were first-time home homeowners um when i bought it from them i'm a first-time homeowner is that really a with the with the housing cost in this neighborhood it is one of the better neighborhoods for you know first-time homeboat owners the the prices aren't well prices have certainly gone up exponentially over the year last few years but historically this is a, a um, fairly, um, you know, fairly decent place as far as, yeah, as far as income, you know, it's, the houses aren't overpriced, you know, um, or too high where you couldn't get like a young family in to try to 
to try to start building something. So yeah, grants for home improvement, grants for single family uh, home ownership. I think both of those would be a positive, positive thing. So, Tony, thank you so much for coming on and chatting with us here on Our Street. I hope you can come back again someday and follow up. Gentlemen, it was a pleasure. I appreciate your time and, and reaching out. Very good. Well, thanks to our listeners for spending another 30 minutes with Kurt and me here on Our Street. We'll see you next week. <laughs>